Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Pod Deep on Sports, episode six. Like, comment, share. You know, we got the gang here. Myself, Hugh, said the notorious OD, and we have Jay here. Let's kick this off with the NFL draft recap. Let's talk about winners and losers. I'm going to start with you, said. What, what about your squad? Who do you think was some of the NFL winners and losers in the draft? NFL winner, big winner in NFL draft had to be uh, I would say Philadelphia. It was just stupid how they was able to <laughs> coming off a, a Super Bowl appearance. Then you go get the number one, what was supposed to be the number, could be the number one player in the draft tackle. You get your good uh, uh, edge rusher. You know, they broke from Alabama. So they did great. Better mm-hmm. they could did. We did, um, Houston did good too. Yeah. Them quarterback also got moved up in the draft. Got them a nice edge rusher to start their start was going on. So I thought I thought those were two really good drafts um, draft plans. As far as my team, my team just didn't have a first round pick. So there's a lot of random guys, interior linemen, and you know linebackers and offensive linemen. So they was just in the trenches. So I think they did good. I think they did good too. So that was my yeah. that's my two cents on the NFL draft this year. What you think about it, Rock? Uh, I really, I don't follow, I don't really follow the draft like that. You know, I don't have a team to root for. So, you know, I don't really, you know, tune in like I once did, but just in skimming through and seeing uh, what Philadelphia did, you know, that definitely stood out as far as, you know, the players, you know, them, you know, players they were able to pick up. Um, and I really haven't seen anything about a team that had a bad draft, you know, just, you know, like someone, someone who made a pick to where people just scratching their heads. I, I don't really think I saw one of those, um, uh, this year. Um, it was funny to see the, the little quarterback from, uh, Kentucky. <laughs> Willis. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I I'm a, maybe I'm a hater, but I was happy that, <laughs> that he, that he got, you know, uh, didn't get picked in the first round. He had to sit there and looking stupid, um, you know, because he was what I guess he was putting out stuff that he's going to be the number one pick and all this. Yeah. So I was happy to see Bryce go number one and that clown uh, be left in the, in the green room. So that, that, you know, I think it's going to be so many going forward. I think it's going to be so many guys that's going to remove themselves from from that embarrassment. You know, like mm-hmm. what he went through, man. <laughs> I mean, they just I mean, kept putting the camera on, on my man like that. Yeah, that happened. That's happened. It's happened to me. It happened Ooh. to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It happened to um Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. So you know, it just it happens. I I don't understand why you just sit there. Yeah. Like, like if you up. if 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 you think you're supposed to, or they're telling you that you go in the top ten, and after you know after about fifteen picks, I'm out. Right. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna leave. Shit. I gotta be me. Uh-huh. I, I think some of my 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 winners. I, I agree. I think the Eagles came up, but I like what the Ravens did. You know, even though we haven't talked about that, I like what they did before the draft with OBJ taking care of Lamar Jackson. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then getting him um, was a running back or receiver. They they draft receiver. Yeah. So. They look like they put themselves in a good position. Uh, who I have as my losers are um, New England Patriots. I don't think they help. I don't think they they help um, Mac Jones in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <laughs> they didn't get him. They went straight for uh, the defensive guy. You know what I'm saying? When when y'all are, are struggling to score, you know. So it's like I had them down as 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 losing as well as um, my, my Cowboys and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I had them down as 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 my my lose, you know, I claim when I want to, then I don't claim. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I, I had, uh, as the win, huh? No, I was, I was in on the same line, squeak Green Bay. You see why they clowns, don't you? You know, yeah, they finally can, you know, should be taking a ride. They never take it was some stupid stat that they haven't took a wide receiver like something like 12 or 13, 14 straight drafts or something, anybody on offense. I'm like what the fuck? What like how could like how could that happen? 
Yeah, I, I think they're gonna sneak up the joint. I think they're gonna sneak up the joint this year. Gosh, man, it's terrible. I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna sneak up the joint this year. What so, is, hey, let, let, hold on, hold on, fellas. Let's take a quick detour because I'm right. reading. I'm reading these topics. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't see the biggest uh, topic listed. How are we gonna skip uh, Lamar Jackson getting his 260 million? Hey, I was finna, I was finna slide that in. I just mentioned, I was, I was, I was coming with it. Well, he didn't, he didn't get, well, he didn't get two sixty five. He got one eighty five, one eighty five guaranteed. But the, yeah. the deal is two sixty, right? Five years. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But that's, yeah, that's just for uh, make things pretty. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna see that two sixty. You, you know, I think Jalen Hurts' deal is what calmed him down because. He couldn't get off of Deshaun Watson shit. You know what I'm saying? Like once he saw Jalen Hurst get his, I think that's what I think that's probably what, what he just was like, hey, just pay me five million over what he got, I'd be happy. Do you think this is do you think it happened because he was a black quarterback? Because 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 Jalen Hurst is a black quarterback. He got his deal, and that made Lamar feel okay. I don't have to. Do you think race played a part in? I guess is what I'm asking. Because in some kind of way, because there was other deals that's happened since Lamar. You know, Josh. Josh deals. Uh, I think the Bills quarterback deal happened, and there was another quarterback deal happened before Lamar. But it seems like you know once they got Jalen Hurts together, he got his money. Lamar fell right in line, almost the exact, almost to the exact penny that what's his name did. You think uh, well, Josh Allen didn't, Allen didn't get his this year. Allen got his before. But what I'm saying is, it was still no more. Lamar was still at the negotiating table when that deal happened. Like they had right. started to talk a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's a deal they could have used to see what quarterbacks are making. That's a so. I, I don't know. I just think it's something weird about since it was a black quarterback that signed, he signs almost immediately. A very uh, and a very similar, very very close contract too. Uh, and I, don't, I don't think race had anything to do with it. I think he just came to his senses, or somebody made that motherfucker come to his senses. Like, dude, you ain't getting the two thirty. You mm -hmm. see what your boy just got. Mm -hmm. You know, you got an MVP. You know, he got a Super Bowl on his resume. You know, you got an MVP on your resume. So, you know, you are gonna be in that ballpark fit. I think that was I think that was it. Hey, you know, Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray, he's a black quarterback. He got his deal, you know, recently also. So it's just right. I, I, think, I think somebody got in his ear and he can and snap, you know, slap some sense into him. Hey, let now, me go back. I think the Baltimore Ravens dropped the ball in that whole negotiation process. And um I I think they I don't know why they did it. But yeah, I, I think they did it because he was a brother. They took their time with it. You know what I'm saying? And then that made him feel some kind of way. That made him do hardball because he's looking at his counterpart, Josh Allen, who wasn't winning like he was, wasn't even the MVP. And, and Buffalo threw the damn money at him. Then he had to deal with what, what Kansas City was doing for, for Mahomes. Now Mahomes earned his in a sense where he 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 showed up with it with a championship title. You know what I'm saying? So, but when it came to him, they left him at the table. Then he started playing hardball. I think they made him do something he really didn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Just because he was in his feelings. And I think he deserved to be in his feelings because, shit, am I not the face of your team? Was not the, the face of the NFL at one point? You know, so give me my money. But I think he was poisoned because he had Deshaun Watson, who came from a losing-ass team, who got all his damn money. So I know y'all got it. And I think the, the NFL owners conspired so that no other NFL team would do what Cleveland did because, shit, we all know they conspired. You know, Lamar is that dude if you put him in the right package. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy that he's getting his paper. Um, but I, I think he owed I think he owed Jalen Hurts a dinner. You know, me personally, I think he owed Jalen Hurts a dinner. It was easy to follow that deal more so than keep chasing – Deshaun Watson deal, you know. Yeah, that's my point. So y'all, so y'all literally think that all this happened because he was a black quarterback? Is yeah. that what, is that what I'm hearing? 
I think I think it took a lot of I don't know. I think it took a lot of stress off of them for some reason, man. I don't I don't got no facts behind it, but yeah. I mean, no, 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 not no. I, I was I'm saying the whole deal, uh, the way Baltimore went about his negotiations. You're oh, saying that it happened because because he's a black court. No, I, no, I don't. Okay. Agree, I don't agree with that. Okay. The, they just do the, the the Ravens just got a way of doing shit, and ain't nobody finna ain't nobody finna come no matter who you are, ain't nobody finna interrupt the way we do business. So I I actually like that, you know. Ray Lewis didn't interrupt the way they did business. Ed Reed didn't interrupt the way they do business. They do business a certain way, so it's equal to me. So let me ask no. let me ask a question. Go ahead. Let me ask two part question. First part: If they would have went to the Super Bowl. Or made it deep into the playoffs with Lamar Jackson. Does his guarantee go up? And explain this to me. It's a five-year deal. Rodney said he's not going to see that. He's getting 185 up front, so 75 on the back end. I'm assuming if he plays out his five years, you guys don't think he'll play out the five years? And if he just plays three years, um, you know, and gets traded, won't he still be a 25, 30 million dollar per year quarterback? Basically, won't. Over his career, won't over the next five years, five to six years, won't he see two hundred sixty million, even no. if he gets traded? So he won't see it. He only sees the guaranteed money. The guarantee comes all in the signing bonus and what he's getting paid per year. Mm-hmm. The extra money is like like funny money. So they the team has you know um, the team has room with contracts to when they got money somewhere to pull money from places to other place. You know, cut money, add money. It's just all money that they can play with to make more contracts down the line. The only thing that Lamar is entitled to is that guaranteed money. And most of it's going to come through a signing bonus. So that's the reason why they do them just for flexibility so the team can have flexibility and for the for Lamar to say, I'm the highest paid player in the NFL. It's kind of a it's kind of a thing, an ego stroke for them. It's flexibility for the team. But the real money is that is that guaranteed money up front. That's the real money. Because yeah, a lot of the times you don't, you know, they might not even make it to that fifth year of the deal, you know. Um, so that's why they fight so much. For, so that's why he's fighting so hard for that for that guaranteed money. That's why yeah, Aaron Rodgers do, do the shit he do. Jerry, NFL contracts are not guaranteed. They can cut you whenever they want to cut you. So. Only thing is guaranteed is the guaranteed signing bonus and the money. So uh, they could be in money hell and they could just cut people and you can lose out. So that's why, you know, NFL contracts are not, they're not guaranteed. So that's why you will never see five years because the team can get out of got get from out of it. So you get all your money up front. And it, and it don't go against their books either. Yeah. Right, but if he's healthy and still decent, you guys don't see him finishing that five years or still being relevant. You know, it'll be all up to the rape, the Ravens organization. They'll, they'll, he'll, he'll. I'm sure there's player options. This, that's how the NFL works. If he's doing mm-hmm. better than what that contract is going to pay him at the, in the last, he's going to opt out. Yeah, he going. They, they going to have to restructure it. Yeah, they going to have to restructure it. So yeah, it's, it, it works both ways. You know. He can he can be out, or then a team can just be out. So, and, and okay. that's where having a that's where having an agent comes in to let you know that you're 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 close to that window. So don't take your ass on that practice field this this past training camp because we need to renegotiate this or restructure this 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 uh this contract. Okay, in your in your guys' opinions, five year deal. What happens in this five years? His one eighty five is guaranteed. He has that. But what ha- how does this play out for his career, in your opinion? Is he a bust, you know, after year three? Or does he play for 10 more years and re-up on another contract? How do you see it playing out? I think I see it playing out similar to uh, how it's already played out. You know, he he's uh, – well, he wins 70% of his games and – you know, he's only one in three or something like that, one in four in the playoffs. So I kind of see it kind of just going the same same route. You know, it's hard to say, man, because they added they added two weapons. You know, you I guess if you resign uh, Lamar Jackson, you're going to say three. But OBJ stay hurt and Lamar stay hurt. 
are, are deemed up. You know what I'm saying? So it's really kind of hard to say, you know, how it's going to play out. Like Rodney said, he he wins majority of his games, but he has yet to get in that second round of them playoffs. You know what I'm saying? For his career. So this would be interesting um, to see if Baltimore continues to add more pieces to help push the, um, you know, help push the envelope of, of getting them out the second round and get deep into the playoffs and hopefully make it to the Super Bowl. So I think I think it sets up for him to have another big payday if he continues the way he's playing, Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, what, 26, 25, something like that? I mean, he's 30, so he's 30. Yeah. So he'll be back up. He'll be back at the table for a nice another payday if he continues to play at that high level. But that guaranteed money is about if if I get hurt. You know, if right. I get hurt, I'm good. That's all the guaranteed money is about. It's his it's yeah. It's him. It's like if I get hurt, this hundred eighty, whatever I got, I'm good for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. My family good, generations good, but I still want to play football. I still want to play it at a high level. Okay, it sounds so, like three seven, the three three of you are saying he's mediocre. I'm no. not. <laughs> so so I, I, answer me this. Um, so has he plateaued? I don't think so. No, nah. I don't think I don't think he's got he's not a better player today than he was his MVP season. He, so that's why I, I say agree. he's kind of huh? that's why I, I say I like can he so is there another level he can go to, I guess. I yeah, but, so. but then but then too you got to look at the league that he's the you know the AFC division has gotten better and better. You know what I'm saying? No, so no, I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about that. I'm saying him and his talent. Does he have another next another level to go to? Yeah, if I'm yeah, yeah. If, if I'm looking at what Jalen Hurts did when they added better pieces around Jalen Hurts, yeah. I believe Lamar Jackson can do the exact same thing. Give him give him AJ Brown. Give him yeah. give him a big time. Give give him Randy Moss. You know, like they gave Brady. He he got mm-hmm. another level. He too talented. Okay, well, man. We, well, we still ain't gonna see it because he still ain't got that weapon yet. It's true, but. Right. They seem like they they're starting to think about that and to build pieces around them. Like this kid that they're getting out of the draft, he's supposed to be good. OBJ, mm-hmm. if he can give him something, but that's way better than what he got. Oh, way he better than what he had. So mm-hmm. I think it is, man. I can't. And I don't know. We'll see. OBJ is. I'm this close to saying he washed. Okay. I have. Yeah, yeah I have yet to see him. You know, from the injury. But uh, now that's it. I, I just, I was just wondering, you know, can he take it to another level, or was I, his MVP season was that the best it's going to get? I, I think he, I think you get him a receiver, man. Like if he would have got Hopkins this time, like if he right. got Hopkins, you see what Hopkins did for Kyler Murray. If he just, he, he just need another weapon. Yeah, okay. I mean, you got to get your big time weapon. That's a big time. And that's just how. I, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. You have to judge the black quarterbacks. You have to give them proper weapons. You know what I'm saying? Proper offensive line protection. Then you can really, you can really judge them. On are they making good decisions? You know what I'm saying? Are they throwing correctly? But when you give them piss poor players and shit, and then you just are oh, he he's garbage. Like shit, they may be they may become shell shot. You know, every time they drop back, shit, it's about sixty yards back there on their ass. You know, so I don't feel like. The, the the black quarterback get the, the 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 proper assessments like their white counterparts. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my personal opinion about it. But let's keep with this NFL topic and, and let's go on with the draft. You know, there was this past draft. There was only one uh, black player from a HBCU. Uh, shout out to Isaiah Bowden coming from Jackson State University. This seems to be a problem. I want to get your your you guys opinion about you know this situation. You know. Yeah, we have black players in the in the um in the in the white colleges and stuff like that, the D one schools. But what what do you think about the one black player being selected from an HBCU? Do you think um do you think that drafting from the bigger schools, the D one schools, selecting black athletes is sufficient enough versus going down to the HBCUs and getting those players and giving them an opportunity to to accomplish their dreams in the NFL? I'm gonna start with you, said. What, what do you think about that? So this one is this one is tricky, and I I thought a little bit about this one until until I heard it debated this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was leaning a different way. 
But okay, okay. let's give, give give buff rights. Give buff rights. Get your original way, and then give me the the way you change. Originally, I thought HBCU it was necessary. Like it's it's necessary because you know it's giving our black athletes a shot at the next level. I thought that, but then you know you turn around, the draft is different now. I mean, there's black players off the board. Almost the top 80% of the first round is black. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the black players are getting there. It's just the best of the black players. So that puts us, that puts the HBCU at a disadvantage. However, you get that's what we wanted, right? We want it. And now it's come to the quarterbacks. There was three black quarterbacks taken before the first white quarterback. We here, we arrived. What else? What else do you know? How else can we appease black people? You, you, we're taking the best of the best. They happen to be black. However, they play at different places. I mean, I think we want too much now. You know what I'm saying? That that it, my my thoughts swung and like, damn. Okay, damn near everybody that got drafted was black in the first round, and now you want to even deepen that by just saying, you know. Criticizing you for not finding blacks at HBCUs, I just think it's too much, man. We've come so far. I think we, I think we're on the verge of shooting ourselves in the foot. Like Dion, with this whole thing, he on the verge. Especially after he went to Colorado, he on the verge of shooting ourselves in the foot about this whole HBCU thing. So that's where I'm. That's where I stand on it. Let me, Let me go next before I pass to you, Rod. So here's the problem that that the one player from the HBCU, uh, what it does to young players and in high school getting ready to go to college and the existing players that are at the HBCUs, it lets them know that nobody's looking at them and they are being punished by going to the HBCU. So now they are looking to abandon the HBCU and jump to the the, uh, the D1 schools, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and what that does is that's a selling tactic for recruitment to say we had at OSU, we had three players, you know, go into the NFL. And the year before that, we had five. So that's a selling tactic to recruit players. If you have if you had if you were at an HBCU and nine of the former players just went to the NFL, you know, that's a school that you want to go. It's the, it's the school is up the street from where you live. You, you know what I'm saying? You can stay home and play for the home team. And you got a shot to go to the NFL and it's, and they're not killing your dreams. As long as they don't recruit from the HBCU, they're killing those players dreams that they're, they're letting you know that no matter how hard you play, how good you are, your ass will never make it to the NFL. That's the message that they're sending. We won't. We won't for a treatment from an HBCU the same way those black players play at those um, D1 schools. You know, it's not to say that they're better. Their programs are bigger. But they are getting looked at, and that's what the NFL owners, that's the message that they send them. Some of, that may be some of their alumni. So they're sending them dollars that way as opposed to send them to the HBCU, and they're not getting the best player that they can for that particular team. So I think it's a disadvantage. You don't believe – I'm sorry, Rob, before you go. You don't believe that – so you don't believe that the thought is that if you're good enough, they'll find you? No. You don't think no. that like this like two three years ago this dude this dude got drafted from 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 Lindenwood from Lindenwood University this kid this this black cornerback uh, was from Lindenwood man I just think was shooting Pierre um, yeah Pierre, Pierre right yeah. yeah 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 he played for the Colts but he was Lindenwood they found him and that's what Shannon was saying today if you good enough. Don't water down the product. We don't want to water down product. If you yeah. good enough, you'll get found. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. So, how many were drafted last year? Three, I think. Was it three or four? Okay. So, and and the year before that, and the year before that, you know. So, to me, it's like, okay, one got one one HBCU per, per player got drafted, but we're so we're um. We're we're acting on the assumption that everybody at the HBCU level is good, which we know is not true. Or not good. Or not good. Yeah. Right. Or not good. Or not good. 
I mean, no, we're well. Actually, we're operating under the uh, uh, the belief that everyone there can play, but everyone can't play. And and some people are at HBCUs for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to it's me, more, I don't it's think more affordable. It's more affordable. Maybe you're not a a, a five star talent. You know, so. Okay, well, only one person got drafted from HBCU. <laughs> I'm okay, but that's not the only avenue. I mean, for for, for a, player, a player, you know, you no, know, you don't. Uh, it's not just the draft. I mean, you got street free agents and all that shit. So that I mean, to me, that goes into the point of what Shed was saying. It's like if you're good enough, they'll find you. To where mm-hmm. you might not get drafted, but they might bring you in as a street free agent. You might make the practice squad. You know. They're, they're, so there, just because there wasn't a draft, one drafted, or there was only one drafted. What round was he drafted in? Uh, seventh. seventh round, two hundred and forty-five so pick. That's the throwaway pick. Right, it's the last pick. That's a, that's, a, that's a throwaway pick. So he can say, "Yes, I was drafted by the NFL," but really, he's a street free agent. Cause they, cause he he doesn't have no guarantee. Con- I mean, we know no one has a guarantee contract, right? But with the seventh pick, seventh, being drafted in the seventh round, no you're not going to go in there and sign some five year, thirty million con- thirty million dollar contract. Like you mm-hmm. fighting to make a roster, mm-hmm. you know, at the seventh mm-hmm. round. So make a little bit, we, little bit, little bit different, a little bit money than the street fridge because you got drafted. But yeah. still, you're right, right, you you right, you're fighting so, for that. Are we fighting because are we mad because we we we're not getting drafted from HBCUs or or is the or are we mad because they're not top draft picks from HBCUs? And that's I, I would I'm think. Go ahead. No, right. I mean, I'm sorry. I keep jumping in. I apologize. Go ahead. But yeah. Go ahead. The thing about the thing about this is we we finna shoot ourselves in the foot. Like what? Like like what else do you want? What does Dion want? What 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 does he want? What else can we do? What else could the NFL do? It's a business. I'm trying to run a business. I'm trying to get the best players. I'm trying to get the best players to play football. It's a it's a bottom line business. <laughs> Traditionally, they used to they used to have to do a whole. I just think he's doing he's doing it a disservice. He's doing football a disservice. They're already taking a top black talent from these colleges. Now you want us to shrink that microscope even further down to just a black lead and just take picks? What, he, what, what the hell are they gonna do for my team? You know what I'm saying? I just don't. Yeah. I so that's why it's kind of what I'm saying. Like, so we're just so everybody that plays at Jackson State or everybody that plays at Tennessee State, they're 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 NFL worthy, obviously. Yeah. Because well, just flip the question. Everybody that play for Notre Dame are they in, are they NFL worthy? No. Everybody that pay for Alabama no. are they NFL worthy? No, but when you're no. playing, it's competition though. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're balling out and the competition is not up to par, so if you're if you you're playing against no one, let's say you're playing against no NFL talent across from you, and you're a good player. So in uh, t- uh, scouts and talent evaluators, that plays a part. And you go, you progress to the next level. Like, can this motherfucker? He he, you know, he dominated lesser competition. Can he translate when he's going day one against a grown man? So, a player at Notre Dame, player at Alabama, sure, everyone isn't an NFL player, but you know, at those programs, they're going against NFL talent every game. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. To where HBCU maybe. One one or two games out of the year, you might actually go against someone who probably who who you know who could play in the league or who will be in the league. But that still doesn't stop anything. You know, you if, if we get away from the NFL for a second, you have scouts that see things in athletes. You know what I'm saying? Kobe Bryant was not playing against NBA level players when he was in high school, but somebody saw something in him to say, I think his ass can play in the NBA. He was the player of the year. I mean, but it doesn't I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't he think that's seven, a, he, he was six, he was six he was six six, but he wasn't playing against no NBA players for for somebody to say instead of instead of him going to college, 
let's go get him and pick and put him right into the NBA. That's like saying somebody saw something in LeBron. It's, like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't his talent. It wasn't his competition. Where his, where his, where his, it wasn't his competition that, that you saw his talent jump off. It's his damn talent. Well, that's what I'm that's saying. You, so you're asking them to, you asking them to do exactly what they're doing. Look at their talent. So they're just saying talent for talent. These boys ain't gonna cut it. Like talent but, but, for talent. These boys ain't gonna cut it. That's what, that's what these scouts are saying to these, uh, to, to these HBCU players. And, and what Dion is saying, that's not true. And that's not fair because you have dogs. A dog is a dog, whether he play for an HBCU or whether he play for a D1. You know, you got cornerbacks that are fast, whether they're in D1 or whether they're in HBCU. You got receivers that can catch their ass off, whether they're in D, D1 or HBCUs. And what Dion is saying, it's just shining light everywhere. Make sure you get the right talent. There are some guys in the HBCU that deserve to be drafted in the first round that deserve to to get to the NFL. But what you what you're doing is you focusing the attention on those D1 schools and, and not hitting all the time. I, I, I vehemently disagree. There mm -hmm. is no one playing at a HBCU that is a first round talent that's not getting drafted. I don't know that to I don't know that to I don't know that to to dispute you, but talent is talent. I'm pretty sure you got some defensive guys and HBCUs that are knockouts of dudes that, that, that play in the D1. I'm pretty sure there are some, some cornerbacks that can D up receivers that play in D1 and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But you're saying that there's somebody that should be drafted in the first round who ain't getting drafted. Look, That's first, pretty first round, second round, seventh round, however it goes, it shouldn't just be one damn. It shouldn't just be one player through the entire league. The, you, you got the, you got two damn leagues of HBCU football schools, maybe more than that. And you just draft one guy, that's like a black guy. You know, basically what Dion was doing was trying to get the black talent to come from the D1 schools to go to the HBCUs. But when he now, was there. But, but look what when, he did. When, when he was there, that was, that was a great thing because that would have put all the light and would have, would have shared and made the, the talent on an even level. Right now, you got all of the black kids going to the, the D1 schools because only reason they're going there is to get to the NFL. It's not about if you're good or not. They're going there. If, if everything was on a level playing field and, and, and you had the talent to go to the HBCUs, could you guarantee that the NFL would pick them out of there? I'm, I'm telling you, if you're talented enough, they going to find you, man. Like I just said, this dude was at Lindenwood, man. Lindenwood. Lindenwood. I mean, I heard the Hall of Fame is littered. The Hall of Fame is littered with HBCU players. Yeah, and, and the only difference between that, I agree. So that was different back then because we couldn't play. Blacks couldn't play like that. But I, I just think we we've made so much progress. Why would we do this to ourselves? We've made so much progress with getting black quarterbacks taken. Number one, I mean, three black quarterbacks taken. For the first white quarterback, before the traditional stand-in-the-pocket quarterback was taken, there was three athletic running quarterbacks that can do it all taken first. We just – you got to celebrate that, man, versus why you ain't picked from HBCU. Man, come on with that, man. You, you got to celebrate that. Were we good Were we good last year? I don't I don't think I heard anybody complaining last year. So we, we were good with three or four being drafted? Listen, we yeah. always want more. Huh? You know? I think I think so. Because to me, I mean, three or four ain't much different than one. But but look at the quarterbacks that was taken, though. You know? No, no, no. Like, I'm talking about we we you, you, there was you said I think you all so one of you all said there were three HBCU players oh, drafted so, last year. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, one guy drafted this year. It wasn't like we went from 25 to one. Y'all yeah. say it was three the first three last year. So like goddamn. And the, and the other other three, four that was uh drafted last year. Who raised the hell? Nobody. <laughs> raise the hell. So, so that's why I'm kind of like that's why I'm like, you know, this is kind of misplaced to me. Yeah. Like yeah. we're so it's mis like we're assuming that every fucking player that's at the HBCU is 
uh, NFL talent, which that which that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, there probably are some good players. That I mean, players that I mean, I know they're not probably. There probably there are players there that could play in the NFL, but I think a lot of it, whether it's fair or not, I think competition plays a part into it to whether they think they can translate to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but let yeah, me, I, let, me ask y'all, let me ask y'all a question because you all may know better than what I what I know. Are HBCU players invited to the NFL Combine? There, they haven't been traditionally. There's a few, few here and there that get invited. That's why Deion Sanders was integral in making a a, a, a HBCU only Combine for the NFL, so they can so they can display some talent, which was a good idea. So they had their own combine where they would come down and they would do combines only HBCU, like the top 50 or 60 HBCU players were invited to come down to this combine. And Deion Sanders did it for the NFL, and they would just do their talent there. But you have to be invited to the combine. There are some, there are some people that don't get invited to the combine. It has to be an invite from the NFL, and that's you, they they were rarely getting them. The you, you know, to me, me to me personally, I think that's really where the problem would go. If no one is scouting any of your games, and yeah. you get invited to the combine mm-hmm. to to be on that same level as this guy that's the the, the talk of the town from this D one school, and your bench is better, you you can get you can get in front of the scouts. You know, you didn't know me now. Now you get the review. My my tape, and now you get to get a one on one conversation with me to see if 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 I had a mindset, if I have the right kind of character to 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 be an asset to your team. That's where I think the real problem is at. Outside of you know them not recruiting um, players from HBCU, is that they're not being included. You know, if they can get included into that NFL combine, I think I think guys can jump off the chart and make a difference and, and get. Relive their dreams. So, one more thing on this, and y'all, y'all is also the first time we really got to really watch some games, HBCU mm-hmm. games. If you didn't go to an HBCU, is Jackson State, right? You watch? Right. Did anybody watch some Jackson State games? Yeah, I did. Couple. There was two. There was two, three people that Kurt that that flashed for Jackson State, right? You mm-hmm. know, they, them the guys that. Dion brought in it was Hunter, his son, and then there was a, a, a I think a linebacker. Them are the guys that flash. Them mm-hmm. that, that's talent. Them are the guys that play will play the next level. I mean, it's clear. It ain't it ain't really you jump off the screen when you're playing football. You jump off the screen. It ain't it ain't really you're clear. It's clear that these guys can play at the next level. So I just thought you know it's 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 easy not easy but you could see it when somebody is, has that talent enough to play in the NFL. You know, you could mm-hmm. see it. It was men; they were men amongst boys. That Travis Hunter was a man amongst boys. Shador, he was way better than everybody. You know, it just it just shows. Yeah, true. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. Let's go to the NBA. You know, let's let's wrap up the NFL. Let's go to the NBA. What do you guys think about the uh, the first round of playoffs? Win or lose? Who you, who you thought? came out that you didn't think uh, was going to come out. I kicked this off. I thought um, I was pulling for Golden State, but I kind of thought the Kings was going to get their ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was always pulling with the Lakers. I wasn't afraid of Memphis. Um, I wasn't for sure that the Knicks could beat Cleveland. I was shocked by that by, by that matchup. Mm-hmm. I thought Cleveland would come back and, and, and beat the Knicks. So, I was shocked by that. Um, I was okay with the Heat. Boston seemed like they let they the uh, foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? Um, Philadelphia handled their business. Um, Denver ha- handled their business. You know, mm-hmm. that's I was, my thought. Uh, I was shocked with the Bucks' loss. I didn't, I didn't think that even even with a hurt honest, I didn't think that Miami had a chance. I think Boston swerping. They gonna mm-hmm. they gonna mess around. They mess around with Atlanta and let them take more games than they should have. They should have been resting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew Memphis was just all talk. I mean, I knew they were just a bunch of rap stars. They just all talk. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so Lakers, 
Dude's gonna get there. Who everybody need to put some respect on their name is the Nuggets, man. I just yeah. people being just super disrespectful about the Nuggets, man. Super disrespectful. I don't like, like that. Damn, they deep. They got a good. They got a couple of good. I mean, they got a couple of all stars. They deep as hell. They better put some respect on. They gonna they gonna they gonna take to the Phoenix. That's my that's they gonna they gonna beat Phoenix. I got them beating mm-hmm. Phoenix. What's your what's your recap on the first round of the NBA playoffs? Um, I was uh pissed that Golden State won. Mm. Um, I just I, I despise the motherfuckers, man. <laughs> but uh, Sacramento just just didn't have it, you know, yesterday. So that that's kind of that's the only thing that really, you know, I was pissed about. Like everything else, really doesn't matter. Like. Well, let me take that back. So a Lakers, a Lakers Golden State matchup, that's a that's a lose lose scenario for me. <laughs> um, like that's that's lose lose. So I I guess I gotta go. I'm hoping the Lakers win. I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the East, you know, uh, it's really not that big. Of, you know, uh, what did I? So I picked Philly. When we, you know, a few months ago, when we had a, a sports podcast, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm feeling a little better about. I'm feeling much. I'm feeling better about that. You know, we got the Bucks up out of there, mm-hmm. and um, so they're they're within three points of Boston right now. Okay. In the fourth quarter, without Embiid, mm-hmm. so if they can still if they can steal this game one, and have Embiid come back game two, something like that. You know that Philly pick might be might 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 be the one, and you know what? I'm gonna have to go back in our in our uh and look at some of our podcasts because I want to say I said Denver and Philly. Mm-hmm. It may have been Memphis and Philly, but I thought I said Denver and Philly. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Say I think uh I think people uh assume that the Suns were gonna beat Denver, and that's why when you put when you put that out there. You know, I ain't bite. It wasn't you know, wasn't no nibbling for me because I just took the, I took the I, first game, but I ain't take the. You know, I, I figured. You know, I think the the Nuggets uh they'll beat them. I um, think so too. I think so. Yeah, but this 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 fucking Lakers and Golden State. I mean, Jesus, I, that's, that's, that, is, that's, that is such a lo- that's such a lose lose. That's that's the prime time. That's the that's a prime time series right there, man. We'll yeah. go back to the East for a second, Ryan. You you had New York beating uh, Cleveland. I didn't care either way. Yeah, because <laughs> neither mean whether New York won or Cleveland won. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, obviously, this uh, nothing. Well, one thing that that stands out is fucking Jimmy Butler. Like. Mm. Play, like, play out. Put some respect like, on his name. Just, he go to another level in playoffs. It's just crazy. Playoffs. That's, that's what I was gonna say. Right. Like, they, they have no yeah. business. They have no business beating. Uh, they had no business beating Milwaukee. <laughs> with they with had just no him winning game one. Winning <laughs> game uh, one. I, I, they had no one beat. Uh, I don't get it, man. I'm like, damn. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. So is is Spolstra that good of a coach? Clearly, clearly, they say he a top three coach. He say he a top three coach, man. He, he okay. He, he get it done. He I guess you got to put some respect on his name. It's baffling, man. That is a baffling team. I'm like, damn, Jimmy, just go nuts like that. Yeah, you can't you, do nothing about it. And they took game one against the Knicks. So yeah. Shit. yeah. You know, they had a couple of games from the fucking Eastern Conference Finals. You know, and they lost the first play. Yeah. The playing, they lost the first playing game. Yeah, you know, that, that's another thing. Shout out to the NBA for what they did. That playoff round, that shit was so creative, and that that shit was so creative because you you had the Lakers fighting to get in, you had the Timberwolves fighting to get in. Miami fought to get in. Mm-hmm. If Miami don't get in, I believe Milwaukee is still in this thing. So, yeah. so question: Is that really 
a, a good thing yeah. for this playing because I don't think it is because is. because you're in your in your ideal scenario your good teams aren't going to be battling out for seven and eight nine and ten mm-hmm. it's just so happy that the Lakers were who they were to where they was a, you know a 500 team for basically the whole year it just so happens that they were in that in, but in in that play-in uh, scenario but most of the times it's going to be your Minnesotas, your, your your Clevelands, your you know your uh you know your bottom teams. So is it is it really something that you, you know, want to see? You want to see the Hawks and you want to see the Hawks and Cavaliers play? Like, huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you something for me. Let me go let me go quick. It gave me a March Madness vibe yeah. but from a, on an NBA level. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have thought that Boston would have Boston should have swept Atlanta, but I think Atlanta exposed things in their defense that they have yet to fix. No, no, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the play-in games. That's I'm talking what I'm, about the I'm actual, saying, like, but that's, so, that, that wasn't a play-in game. That was I know a that series. wasn't a play-in game, but I'm saying it gave me a it gave me a March Madness vibe with without those teams winning. And, and coming back and stuff like that, you don't get the heat. You don't get the Lakers whooping ass. To yeah, me, I don't. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I like it. Go ahead, I, say I, it. I think. It, I think. It's, I think it's. I think it's. It's great because, you know, you want to reward the, the top eight teams. Mm-hmm. However, it it gives the ninth and tenth team a reason to keep playing. It gives. So it keeps it competitive. It keeps the bottom really competitive, mm-hmm. and one of these teams on the bottom can get hot. And yep. they can, and you, you'll see a two seed be the seven seed, or one seed be the eight seed. Because this is what happened in Miami; they just got hot. Sure I mean, did. they was free falling, and they just got hot all of a sudden. And now you see what happened. So it's rewarding the hot team. But I'm more yep. of a traditionalist like you, Rod. Just top eight, take the top eight teams. But yeah. the NBA, good job, kudos to the NBA because it's exciting. It's play, yeah. you know, it's instant playoff. It's exciting. It's, it's exciting when certain teams are there. But it's not exciting yeah. when it's the fucking Hawks and and Cavaliers battling out for the ten seed. It's not. But it's a, nobody it's a one and done. It's a tournament. Yeah, yeah. So it adds more pressure. That's something yeah, that we've never seen in the NBA. That's that's why I said it gives me that March Madness vibe because yeah. that whole weekend you had shit with NBA games. You yeah. know what I'm saying with people playing yeah. in. So <laughs> if, if you didn't have a stake in the game. You still, you still by the third quarter was had somebody you just was gonna pick. You may start off the game saying I don't have a stake in this shit. By third, fourth mm-hmm. quarter, put the ass away. I, I, I don't get it because no one wants to watch, you know, bottom feeder teams. Like that's that's not what gets gets NBA uh, eyeballs. Is well, the fucking Hawks? The, the Hawks is like eyeballs. they was on they was on um, Celtics ass for a second. Okay. Which is good for the city. I, I, I don't know. I, just, I, just, I think it was exciting, though. I, I like the playing yeah. game. The playing games were exciting to me. I, I, I don't know. I'm a Lakers fan, so I was watching it. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not watching a Knicks. I didn't watch a minute of Knicks Cavaliers. I didn't watch a minute of Hawks Boston, no Atlanta and Celtics or whoever the fuck was playing. Like this, you know, there was only two series to me worth watching, and that was Sacramento and uh and the Golden State. And what was the Memphis other and the Lakers? Memphis and the Lakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And shit, the Suns and, and, and the Clippers would have been a it was a good one yeah. to watch before oh. your boy. Hey, so, <laughs> so, he coming up, right? He coming right, up. So let's time. keep it right there. Yes. Let's keep it right there. I'm gonna throw this question out whether it's disrespectful is 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 rude. Is qual is is cool Leonard a bust for the Clippers? I'm just, go ahead. Since you mentioned your boy, go ahead. You kick it off, Rodney. You on mute, Jared? You got him on mute. Are we all on mute? No, uh, Rodney. I think Rodney put himself on mute. Oh, he put, okay. Go ahead, say kick it off. Hey, question. But here, I'm walking back. What I said, goddamn, about Kawhi Leonard. I thought, <laughs> I'm walking back. This shit. I, okay. I was, Man, I was giving that dude big ups, man. I was giving him big props because I thought game one, I'm like, okay, this is the Kawhi we know. This is the Kawhi that everybody talked about was one of the best five players in the league. Mm -hmm. And this fucking 
get hurt, man. I'm like, I think he, I just think it's over for him, man. It's over for him, but I, it's hard to call him a bust. I just call him unhealthy. Well, you, I guess you have to, Squeak. I guess you have to call him a bust. He, he just unhealthy injuries make you a bust, too. So you got to call him a bust, man. I mean, that, that's terrible. But I was gung ho. I thought the Clippers was going to beat. I thought the Clippers was going to beat Phoenix. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you had Kawhi, and then they were talking about PG coming back late in the mm-hmm. series. I, I think they had him. But yeah. I'm walking back what I said about Kawhi because I was all hyped. Thought he, I thought he was. I thought he had arrived again, but yeah, he was swerved. What's up with you, Rod? Is is Kawhi Leonard a bus for the Clippers? Nah, he is what he is. He is what, what he is. is. When he plays, what he's good. It? When he plays, he's good. It's the problem is he just don't play enough. But that so, was that was his that was his reputation leak come you know before like he played when he wants to he Randy Moss. Okay, so let me, <laughs> let me let me put it like this: L.A. got two superstars arrived in town. They arrived in the same building wearing one different different uniforms. LeBron went to to Lakers. Kawhi went to the Clippers. Okay. LeBron delivered a championship for the Lakers. Okay. Kawhi has not. And you're and you saying that doesn't make him a bust. People <sighs> they have yet to go to the finals either. He's not a leader. He's a piece, he's something you add to the to the meal that can put you over the hump. No, he but he ain't that guy. He was because he, he wasn't that it. guy in San Antonio. And and he and they added him to a good team in Toronto. Well, they added him to a good team in Toronto and fucking Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. Because if <laughs> Kevin Durant doesn't tear his Achilles, Toronto does not have that championship. But fate happened the way it did. So with Kawhi, he won two MVPs, two finals MVPs in two different teams. So we want to elevate him to this, this great status. But the one, the, the first MVP was suspect. Cause he got he got the MVP for holding LeBron to fucking twenty eight points a game. <laughs> so he's just a guy. I mean, he's a good player, but you can't you're not gonna win anything if you you depending on him solely. Now, if you already got a good team structure in place and you can add him to it, you you'll be all right. But to me, he I can't I, I don't call him a bust. I think he is who he is. People just want him to be something else that he ain't. I I, I disagree. I, I vehemently. He's he's a bust, man. He's a he's a max contract player. He's a bust. He can't he, make he's the, a bust. I don't think the kind of money. Yeah, I don't think the Clippers recruited him for him to just fill up the seats. You know, after he led the Raptors to their their one and only championship team, they were happy to get him. Has he delivered? No. I mean, he's done a good job of beating the 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 the, the rival, the Lakers, whenever they match up, you know, and, and and that has happened sometimes when he hasn't been on the floor, you know. But overall, yeah, he's a bust because he hasn't even taken them to a deep playoff run. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't play. <laughs> right, right. That makes him a bust. It, it's, not, it's, not, not, it's not it's not that he fails, he just doesn't play. Yeah, I'm not talking about him. But game. that's but to me. That's who he is. He's load managed his whole career. So that's why I say he is who he is. It's not like he came to L.A. and all of a sudden, like, damn, you know what? Kawhi Leonard don't play a lot. That's what I, that's what I mean by he, you know, he is who he is. Like, he's I've a great never player. seen his load management during a playoff like that where it really affected the team. I've seen it regular season. Pause. They win, huh? Pause. Pause. Load management. <laughs> Pause. I right, camera. Right, right, right. But I, I never seen it. To, you know, not not picking on him. I know he's seriously injured. I know he's he's hurt. But it looked like he quit on his team just from the the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? And I, mean, I, just, I see what you all are saying. I understand you're saying you pay the max dollars, so you expect this cat to. Bring your ticket to the promised land, but I don't. I just don't. I think he's just 
uh, I mean, that just ain't in him. Like he gonna play sometimes, and he gonna play not play. I, I do. I, I think his I think his legs fucked up though, man. Yeah. I think they. I mean, he tore his meniscus. I mean, he tore his meniscus just recently. I mean, he, his legs fucked up. I mean, so. So so, what would you do if you're the GM? Would you rid of him? I would. Ain't shit. You, ain't shit you can do. Would you trade him, or would you just keep him on the team? I mean, shit. I got you know. I'm sure they got Direct TV or the season pass. They know this motherfucker's an injury risk, <laughs> so I don't think nobody trading for that. Okay, okay. So let if me bring somebody, up the next time. Go ahead. If he may get healthy, healthy, somebody might pick a chance on him, man. But if I'm from the Clippers, dude, I'm like, man, I'm out. I, I mean, I'm out. So, I'm so out. how do y'all feel about Paul George? Do y'all feel like Paul George the best? Nope, he is who no. he is. No, I don't. I, I think he. I think he good. I think he. I, I think he good. He just ain't a. He ain't a. He ain't a super super duper star that could take. Right. That could do it by itself. I think he got his own little struggles. You know. I got, as, I got him down as a bus as well. I think Paul George everywhere he goes, it's just like Kawhi Leonard. It's just not talked about a lot. He's injured. Hmm. He's very but talented. They're, not, but they're they're two caliber, two different caliber of players, though. They they operate on two different levels, but they all end up in, in with the same results sitting on the, sitting on the bench, and yeah, because can't, they can't play. Yeah, I can't hold I can't hold a superstar and a star accountable the same way. Like PG is a star, Kawhi is a superstar, so I can't I, I don't put the same amount of expectations on one as I do the other. So you think so you think in Indiana PG was not a, considered a superstar or he was just a star just pretending to be a superstar. He he never was a superstar. Hmm. He was I think a star. He was close. I think he got close, but I am with Rodney. I don't think he ever got a superstar because even though he had to go through LeBron, he had to I think a superstar can get their player to the finals of their conference. I think I think if you're a superstar, you can get your play. You know, it's hard, hard as fuck, but that's what make you a superstar. So, um, but do you realize what they gave up? To, you know, they gave up SGA, Shea Gillis Alexander, mm-hmm. for Paul George. You know, and Shea, he first team all, he first team NBA. Just he he could he could possibly be first team, but he may end up being second team All NBA. I mean, dude, the truth. And they gave him up. <laughs> gave him up for PG, dude. I mean, it's, hey, it's crazy. My- <laughs> so, that, so that's the one. So when you are so NBA teams, obviously, guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Um. So in this situation, what do you? How, I mean, I know you say trade them, but like I said, the other teams they 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 know this motherfucker ain't ain't gonna be good for you know 40, 50 games. Uh. So, I think the late—I mean, the Clippers gonna have to eat a lot of that contract. I agree. And I then agree. you know you might find somebody that look, Kawhi, we good. So if you were, so I put it like this, so if you're a GM, would you be okay with him playing fifty games in the season? If my team is ready, if my if my team is ready, if I'm the Celtics, or if I'm like, you know, if I got a team that's there. Like I'm on the Sixers, you know that's you know one play one player away that a clincher. I would do it. I would do so, it. So, so this motherfucker play once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think? How would that make you feel as a teammate? I feel I wouldn't like it, but that motherfucker he 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 that guy. The dude, he's that dude, man. Did you like? Did you did you watch him that first game against Phoenix? He what's is his, that what's dude. What's his last championship? Uh, 2018? 2019. 2019? He that dude, man. Did you did you he that dude? I'm telling you, his jump. I mean, he could do it all. You don't know he when he's gonna all, break down. Like you. Stay you, you don't know dude, when he, you don't know what you're gonna get with him, man. That's that's I a agree. real that's a real hard gamble. He has the talent. There, there's mm-hmm. no question about that. No doubt. But you don't know when. Like I've never seen what we seen this year in him. 
where he just started off the the he started off the their playoff run and he just cut that shit down. He just shut the shit down. You know, it didn't come from like a hard foul, him tripping somebody. You know, we never saw him limp off the field. It, I mean, off the court. It was just like, you know, he was like, shit, I'm tired, man. You know, and I know that's not what it, I know that's not what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not not making fun, but it's just like I know the fans looking like if if we had Kawhi, we could really pull this off. If we had PG, we could pull this off, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just my take on it. Let's get around to these swerp of the uh swerp of the week. Let me start with you, said what you got. Who's your swerp of the week? Swerp of the week is for me, and I really hadn't time to think about it, but <laughs> Swerp by the way, I'm always going to lean on Dylan Brooks and them, <laughs> and them, and them <laughs> Memphis talk rappers, the, the Memphis rap stars. I mean, they just talk, man. Just mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks, just come on, man. You how it goes beyond disrespectful, man. Like, come on, man. I mean, it's LeBron, it's, it is LeBron James. I ain't saying you got to fear LeBron, you ain't got to worship the ground he walk on. Have some respect, dog. I mean, come on. That's Let me ask it. y'all a question before I get to you with your swerp of the week, right? Mm-hmm. Do y'all feel like Le- LeBron was swerp for walking off the court before the game? Do you think like that's bad sportsmanship? Taking it personal, not shaking hand after the game. Who you mean with the, with the Grizzlies? Yeah, with the Grizzlies. Like you think, think that's bad sportsmanship? You think that's more swerp? Like, come on, man. You you know and, and you know. You say you say shit in the heat of the moment, but after the game is over, you know what I'm saying. We we shake hand, we show good sportsmanship. You know him just walking out before the game is over, just going to the locker room. Do you think he he run he fouled for that? Who did who did that? LeBron. Oh, he, he walked off the court like a couple of minutes before the the um, um, time was out. My uh, my thing is it's the Grizzlies. They just, they just don't like each other. They don't had. A couple of dust ups this year, and they just talk. You know, it's just it's, you, you tired of hearing them just talk. You know, yeah, they just talk. Yeah. Like you know, he's been taking a high road all series, like all year he's been taking a high road. So no, I, I ain't gonna shake their hand. <laughs> so no, I ain't shaking their hand. What about you, Rod? How you view that? Um. Well, generally, we see it the other way around. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's the team who loses. They're mm-hmm. salty, so they leave the court without shaking hands. Right. So, in this instance, you got the actual winner. Uh, I mean, to me, it ain't no big deal. Like, you win. I mean, game's over. I don't give a fuck if I shake your hand or not, man. That ain't that ain't something that's for me personally. I don't. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but me personally. There ain't no big deal for me to go shake the motherfucking hand. Like, okay, they left. Whatever. You know? I I see it different. I'm a LeBron fan, but I just see that as sportsmanship. You know, like, I like that in combat sport that boxers talk shit, UFC fighters, they talk shit with each other. But after the fight, I like to see that embrace. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we got in here and we, we, we threw blows at each other. But after the end of the day, I'm glad you get to go home to your family. On the basketball court, yeah, you know, I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. But at the end of the day, good luck to y'all if y'all won. You know what I'm saying? If we beat y'all, it's all love, bro. It wasn't nothing of a person. I like to see that. You know, when I see LeBron head towards the locker room, it, it, it always rubs me the wrong way. Whether he won or he lost, it always rubbed me the wrong way about about that about him. That's That, that was my one knock on him. You know, visually, it doesn't look good to me. What's your swerp of the week, Rod? Um, mm, shit, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, mm, Sabonis. Sabonis for uh, the Kings. <laughs> He's my swerp of the week, and it's because he fucking too damn soft, man. Like. <laughs> Like I watched this, I watched every game of this series, and he got the ball knocked out of his hand a good five, six times every game. Right, right, right where he in position to score, and they 
lose control of the ball, get it knocked out of his hand. Don't go up strong with it. Like he left a lot of food on his plate in that series that could have fucking swung. Could have swung. I think he had a good game seven, but just yeah. So, so and, and it's crazy because I, you know, I didn't see one Sacramento King game this year. So all you hear is how good he is right. and how good De'Aaron Fox is. Mm-hmm. So I actually see why people say what they say about De'Aaron Fox. Like, I fucks with him. Especially mm-hmm. when yeah, he, well, he, wasn't, he wasn't taking that shit off of Draymond either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I fucks with De'Aaron Fox here, here going forward. That's a yeah. bonus, motherfucker. He going to have to get in the weight room, do something, get tougher because – yeah, he 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 got the he 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 was he was loose with that rock the whole series, and I think it it cost him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they was up in his they was up in his head. They was playing bully bully ball with him. They was up in his head. That's a good one. My swerp of the, my swerp of the week. Uh, I also have uh, the Memphis Grizzly and, and Dylan Brooks as my swerp of the week. They did a lot of talking, dude, and had a game to back that shit up. You know, but I also want to add Oscar De La Hoya to my swerp of the week as well. You know, you left Ryan Garcia on the on the hook after uh, his first professional loss. You didn't show up to the final press conference for him and, um, you know, hold him down as a promoter and stuff, you know. So those are my two swerp of the weeks and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And with that said, fellas, this wrap up episode six. We kept this strictly basketball, NBA playoffs, and, and NFL draft and football talk. Until next time, till we get to episode seven, we're signing off. Once again, it's Hughes. It's sad. This is Notorious OD. This is Pod Deep on Sports. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Mm-hmm.